1: The Audio Vault, a one San Antonio Sports Star, is brought to you by A.A. Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Howell's back, throws it. Oh, back. look out. How-
0: Picked up! It's Bland! It's Bland!
2: Oh, uh, all on my mind was like, just go score. Please go score. <laughs> He's got one man to beat at the 20. Every time the ball goes back in the, in, in the air, I go back to my offensive ways, trying to get the ball, just trying to uh, see what I can do with the ball in my hands. That is unbelievable. That's the most pick sixes in one season in NFL history. Five touchdowns. Where did you come from? Now I just. Trying to keep going, trying to go all the way for the team to, uh, try to get the Super Bowl. This
1: is the War Room on The Blitz.
2: What the hell's going on out
1: here? Cowboys, Texans, Eagles, Niners, the NFC East. If they're playing for the Super Bowl, then you'll hear about them right here. Uh,
2: playoffs? We'll talk about playoffs. You kidding me?
1: This is the War Room.
2: If you want to
1: crown them, then crown their ass. On ninety four one, San Antonio Sports Star. They are who we thought they were. Here's the Blitzes, Jason and Joe.
0: It is the Blitz here on ninety four one, uh, San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Ryanagle. I'm Jason Minix. Going up to six thirty tonight, getting you ready for a Monday Night Football, a game you can listen to here on ninety four one. Uh, Bears Vikings. Brought to you by Flight by Yingling. And speaking of Flight by Yingling, we're going to be with them. Uh, Thursday night out at Perry's Pizzeria and Tap House, uh, the one over there at the rim just off of 1604 because the Cowboys are playing on uh, Thursday night against the Seattle Sea Chickens. Let's talk about it with our friend Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram joining us on the Buyers Barricades guest line. I know you had to work Thanksgiving, and it's it's middle of game week, so it's it's like (laughs) Thursday night in your world, isn't it?
2: Yeah, we're all confused. This is this is crazy because yeah, this is a Thursday for the Cowboys. This is a Thursday, and and you know we're getting ready for, I guess, tomorrow. We have a, a phone interview, and this is our last day of of access until till game day. So we're all confused because yesterday we were working doing football and that press conference and everything else on Sunday, where everybody else is watching football. So it's been an interesting week, but I guess we are the least of the concerns because the Cowboys themselves have to play three games in 12 days. That's a big, big toll on their bodies, and they're trying to get through this week. They so we have that 10-day off break before they play the Eagles. I got to ask
1: you something, Clarence, because I know Dak Prescott talked today, and, and the question was asked, I'm not sure if it was you that asked, but why is he playing so well now? And I think he mentioned the fact that he's going to have a daughter. Am I accurate on that?
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, he said – you know the dad's trend? You know you gotta have a dad's strength, the old man strength, <laughs> all that stuff. But uh yeah, Dak and his fiance his girlfriend, not fiance, but girlfriend announced on Saturday on social media that they were having a baby and he's gonna have a baby girl he's gonna be doing March and we finally got a chance to talk to him today and he talked about the excitement of being a dad heist, pumped and, and, and so you know it's not been a distraction, right? Because he's played his best football over the last month, you know, six weeks and he's you know you know, so he's dealing with you know a, a girlfriend being pregnant and dealing with all that other stuff and trying to, I guess, keep it a secret until they could no longer keep it a secret because he was showing. But it certainly has not affected his focus on the field because he's playing the best football of his career. He's blaming on dad's strength.
1: Well, all right, now best pass uh, he's thrown all season. Uh, I mean, exactly. There's too many. There's too many
0: jokes <laughs> with that one. But 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 honestly, though. The, the the guy was you know playing for a contract extension. You're a girl dad. I'm a girl dad. Joe's a girl's dad. A girl dad. Uh, they're expensive. I mean, he's playing for an extension because I imagine his is going to be expensive.
2: Well, let's let's be honest about this. Unlike Jack, we're broke. He already <laughs> making forty. He, he's not, let me speak for myself. You guys, y'all may be making big money in San Antonio, but. Hey, you know, I, I'm I'm balling on a budget with my daughters. Okay, you know, I got two daughters in college who are you're fighting saying, over the. You send
0: your kid to Rice, man. You can't talk about being on a budget and send your I'm kid to the Rice.
2: Balling on a budget, man. Balling Rice is well, expensive. Dak is making already making forty million a year. He don't he don't need a new deal to afford that baby because he's gonna get a new deal. But he's already making forty million dollars a year. Come on. <laughs> We're not going to worry about the expense of that baby. Now, yeah. now the mom and the baby together, they, they, they might be expensive, but we're not going to worry about Dax's expenses for that baby because he got it 10 times over compared to us. More than
0: 10. Yeah, more than 10, <laughs> yes. My, math is hard, but it, it's a lot more than 10. But, but regardless, he is he is playing great football. And yes. y- you know the Dak-haters are saying, well, he hasn't played why anybody you calling yet.
2: Joe out? Why, why are you calling Joe out like that? I mean, just tell him about that. God, shit. Call him by name. Say <laughs> say with the
1: Clarence. I mean, come on, seriously,
2: right? I mean, it, it,
1: he played he played well against the Eagles. That was a great game for him. But right. uh, the Giants with Danny Devito, and then the the Commanders. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on.
2: Listen, listen. We all know the narrative, and we, we know that what what the haters going to say. The narrative going to say. Dak acknowledged it himself. You know, I don't know. I can't use this word, but he basically said, "I haven't done crap." You know, I haven't done crap. It's all about, and he used the s word. Basically he said, I haven't done crap. It's all about continuing to build and grow because his big goal is not MVP, is not being on the high street, It's winning the Super Bowl. He knows he hasn't done anything. He knows what he's going to be judged, on the playoffs and all that other stuff that's here to come. But we, it's a daily radio show. We can talk about how he's playing right now. We can acknowledge that there's no quarterback in football playing better than one Dak Prescott right now. We can acknowledge that pro football focus has him as the highest-graded quarterback in the NFL right now. Those are true. And, yes, you can say he's done it against bad teams, but I don't remember these other quarterbacks doing it against bad teams the way Dak has done it against bad teams. And I'm glad you brought up the Philadelphia game because that's what Dak and the Cowboys talk about, how their offense has continued to improve. Even though they lost, it wasn't because the offense took a step back. It wasn't the 49ers game. This has been a totally different team, totally different offense since that 49ers game. And that's why you can say, well, they're not just doing it against the Eagles. I mean, doing it against the Giants and the Commanders. They actually put up a lot of yards to point. He threw for 377 yards against those Eagles and on the road. So you know he's probably going to be able to do similar stuff at home against that same Eagles team. The offense has taken a huge step forward, and I think it's more than just playing bad teams. They, they, they got it going right now.
0: Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram joining us here on the Blitz. Cowboys at 8-3. The offense... Was a work in progress early in the year, and we talked a lot about it. Mike McCarthy, for a bit, did not look comfortable calling plays. He looked stressed. Uh, Dak didn't have command of the offense, but he has really, maybe since the Chargers game, the Rams game, even the loss to the Eagles, in you know the last three, um, he looks so much in control of the offense. This deep in the season, when you look at what Mike McCarthy. Is doing calling plays, and then you watch Justin Herbert last night, and you see what the Chargers are doing. Is there now validation for Mike McCarthy making the move away from at Kellen Moore?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think so, and I, I think that's one thing I've been railing about. I, I don't think Mike McCarthy's gotten enough credit for the job he's done. First of all, uh, twelve and five and twelve and five. The Cowboys have not had back to back twelve win seasons going back to the nineties. Okay, on top of that, he won last year. the – for the first five games or, or went four and one without the starting quarter, without Dak Prescott, way back in quarterback. You see around the league when you lose your starting quarterback, hello, New York Jets, you know, how the season can, can go awry, you know, and and, it, and he kept the season afloat, kept the thing afloat with those two quarterbacks. I mean, in, in those two situations you come into this year, and everybody act like, he, like somehow Mike McCarthy's career as an offensive coordinator was somehow below Kellen Morris. I mean, Mike McCarthy was a hot quarterback guru, offensive guru, going back those days with the New Orleans Saints. And certainly he has a lot to do with that success in Green Bay under Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers, people are trying to make like, you know, uh, he was an empty headset under Aaron Rodgers coming on plays, But Mike McCarthy has a history of dealing with quarterbacks, going back to, to Joe Montana when he first broke the league with Kansas City. So what he's – and it, you're right, it's been a growth. He's gotten more comfortable. He's gotten back to to – to, is Dak is in a high streak, Dak is in the zone, but Mike McCarthy in the zone, not just with the passing game, but the, with the running game. Just watch, you saw some wide-open runs, some, some, some yardage that Tony Pollard is getting. It was based on the play call. A lot of those plays that Dak was made, the wide-open receivers, it was based on the play call. So I think Mike McCarthy is in the zone. He should start getting some respect for the job he's done. He's definitely a better coordinator than Kellen Moore.
1: He has done a good job, and it looks like everybody's comfortable with it. It looks like he's using Prescott uh, in the way Dak wants to be used, and and, and he really looks comfortable. And, and that is a compliment, Clarence, to Dak Prescott. <laughs> he really looks in control of this offense, there's no question. As we look ahead, though, and we all know the schedule's going to get tougher in the month of December, uh, and, and I really thought Philly was going to stumble uh, either in Kansas City or last night uh, against Buffalo, and they didn't do either one. That game against Philadelphia coming up in December at Jerry World, I mean, to me, the Cowboys have to win that football game.
2: There's no question they have to win or they should win. And you can say that about every game. Every game the Cowboys play, it was, you know, it's going to be Buffalo. they've got to beat Miami. It's, you know, they've got to beat these winning teams and all this other stuff. And, I, I, you know, the way the Cowboys have played at home, I think they will win that game. But you know how it is. Even if they win that game, it's going to be what well, they've got to do it in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, it's always going to be another moving of the goalposts for the Cowboys team until they get it done in the postseason. Before this season, for what they're trying to do, whether they're playing for a confidence builder going into the playoffs, being Philadelphia will be huge. It, well, it, let's it, with it. Be Seattle first on Thursday. Yeah. Then you can focus. You got 10 days off. The good news for the Cowboys is that they're healthy. You know, uh, everybody's practicing, you know, coming to this streak. If they can get through this game, then you got 10 days off of Philadelphia. They will be healthy going to the Eagles game ready to play their best football.
0: In in the reality, it only matters what they do in the playoffs. I mean, they, they exactly. you, you know, I mean, regardless, they're a playoff team. I think we know that. Can they get it done in the playoffs in the second round cuz the way it looks now Atlanta, New Orleans should be a win and then San Francisco or Philadelphia in the second round. That that's what we're looking at. And while we talk about Dak and the offense, the defense is playing lights out. DeRon Bland uh, oh, sets man. that sets that record. We were talking with Demarcus Ware earlier in the show, and I asked him, "Is it good or bad that you lose a player of Diggs' caliber and nobody's talking about him? Nobody seems to miss him. Is that good or bad for the Cowboys?"
2: Well, it's a good problem to have. And one thing I said, you know, I don't know if I told you guys, but you know, when, when, when Diggs went out today, because I saw Bland last year, I saw him in training camp, I really liked him. And I said they have better backup cornerbacks now, backup, backup offensive linemen. And when 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 Diggs were not, that's when you had the three offensive linemen out and going to the Arizona game, and really set back the offense. But it's not a bad problem to have when Diggs is playing so well. In your, I mean, not Diggs, but but Bland is playing so well in your future, right? Because you already have Diggs signed to a, a long-term deal, and so you have him both of them back next year. But how can you be upset how can it be a bad thing when you got a, a replacement coming in and, and, and putting himself in defensive player of the year conversation because he's, he's having a year like no one ever has had before with these five pick sixes for touchdowns
1: yeah, i mean that's incredible what he's been able to do and it really is incredible speaking of the defense though i know that Shaq leonard is uh, scheduled to come in tomorrow uh, what what are your thoughts there clarence do you think this the cowboys are serious about trying to sign this guy
2: well, I mean, they wouldn't be bringing them in if they weren't serious. And You know, just talking to the guys, they're really comfortable with his medical. They need to see how it fits. But all the people that say the Cowboys like their guys and don't do whatever they can to improve and we're mad at them for not making moves at the trade deadline, they've added Martavius Bryant to hopefully give him a play or two, maybe down in the future. Who's, Martavius Bryant has looked good in practice. He's getting his seed legs back as not playing uh, since 2018. And now – they're looking, kicking the tires, and possibly adding uh, Shatiel, uh Leonard, who is a four-time pro, all-pro type linebacker, four all-pros in his first six years in the league. Certainly he's had some injury issues the last couple of years. For a Cowboys team that must stop the run, that lost Leighton Van Esch, uh bringing him in to have show up your run defense going into December and January when stopping the run matters most. This is a great move.
0: Then get it done. Yeah, it's hopefully they do. Uh, Keep get away it from done the Eagles this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And there's that too, you know. <laughs> uh, but but he could help. He's needed. Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Read all his great work there at the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Always appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys, man. Appreciate it, Clarence Hill on the Buyers Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond. Again. Uh, Cowboys Seahawks coming up on Thursday night, a game that you can listen to here on ninety four one, brought to you by AA Bus Bonds, Mother's Window Tent, Woods Comfort Systems, Ewal Kubota, and the Law Office of Jesse Hernandez.